It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over the moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Epics Podcast. I'm your host, Too Stupid to Win, and joined always by Thank Me Later. How we doing, brother? Better than your microphone. Jeez. No, it is not. No, no. And the, you know, the, the thing is, it only it's only going to be for the live people. All the people who are listening to recorded, like, what's Thank Me Later's problem? Yeah. It, it's you just, sounded like a trash compactor. Like, <laughs> I don't know me. For some reason, on the live show, fading out of the music and into the speaking, it sounds like I'm in a trash compactor to start out, and it sounds fine everywhere else. So other than me sounding like a robot, yeah, besides me sounding like a robot, how you doing tonight? Yeah, man, it's, a, it's cooling down a little bit here in Texas, so that's good. Um, girls out of town, so been living like a bachelor for the week, it's good. It's getting a little scary. Might have to call in some professionals tomorrow to help get this place back in order. But I was going to say, thank God we're not on camera because that might scare the audience. Oh, horrify! Faces would melt. <laughs> <laughs> we got an Indian summer going on. It's a little late, but whatever. It's about a month late, but I'll take it. You know, is that, is that racial? Can you say that? Uh, I think the weather guy said it. So if he said it, I can say it. Was he black? No. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right and welcome to episode number 98 the views information and opinions expressed on the epics podcast are solely those of myself and thank me later any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent reflect those of upland me inc we are not employed by or provided insider information from the upland team all discussions about properties to buy and any nfts to buy or sell are not financial advice please do your own research first and make sure you follow us on twitter at Upex podcast. Uh, this is being recorded on October seventh, twenty twenty one. Thank me later. Took us down that rabbit hole really quick. Just had to get that disclaimer out there. <laughs> My, I like to see how much content I can squeeze in before the disclaimer, just to make you sweat a little bit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we do have a jam packed episode for you. We have Octavius on. He'll talk about uh you know he is the hardest working person in upland i honestly believe this guy hustles non-stop and he stayed up extra late just to join us tonight so we look forward to having him on the show we'll talk about the new orleans release a um, little bit of treasure hunting for spark another landmark sale and uh, a fantasy football update and thank me later's uh, getting kind of excited because we're facing off this week and he thinks he's gonna stop me and we'll see how that goes <laughs> I am going to stop you with your auto draft. Dude, one of your guys was uh, in a pen or pet or pot or something. Some weird like letters next to your guy. Yeah, You have like three people that have COVID. One, I think, is that penitentiary? No, that, jail? that the P does not stand for penitentiary. No. Oh. Just like the D doesn't stand for dead. No, they're dead. D-E-D dead. 
And for the people that just started listening last week, our shows only go about an hour. So uh, last week was a rarity, but thank you for tuning in and all the feedback and comments you provided. And uh, we will do a follow-up with uh, some of the questions that we asked here in a couple of weeks. So that was an exciting episode. So, oh, who's... Do Do we have any updates on that? I've been slacking. I didn't go and check. So far, as of today, there has been no transparency on financials or the development team. And, you know, and even with the development team, if you use an alias for purposes because people are trolls and target family, I get that. But at least you can have your references of what you've done off of your off of your name. Yeah. All right. So but we'll give them time. I mean, a week. Okay. No, 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 yeah, that's fine. Dude. You too, though. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So, without any further ado, we'll bring on Octavius, and he is the founder of uh, Griffin and Company, and the hardest working man in Upland. He's always wheeling and dealing. How are we doing, my friend? Hey, man, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, and speaking of that, Griffin and Company is sponsoring the $100,000 UPEX giveaway this week. So the winner will be announced after this interview, um, and that's coming out of my pocket. And this week, the script that we'll read is being sponsored by Octavius so, and his company. So thank you very much for sponsoring the script read. Thank you. Thanks for taking my money. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have something catchier than script read? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not T. Davis. Yeah, we know that. I had to get it in before you did. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dizzy. Thanks, Dizzy. <laughs> so, Octavius, how did you get into Upland to start? Let, let's go with the, your beginnings in Upland. How'd you get here? Um, the short of it was I've been in, in metaverses for about 10 years. I was heavily involved in Second Life and a few others before that. And um, I, I knew a lot about the crypto space, but I wasn't heavily invested in cryptocurrencies. And when the whole NFT market started happening, it got me really excited. And so I started looking around. And I was actually listening to a podcast with the, the Indian dude who had purchased the, the Beeple for $60 million. And they were asking him what he's investing in right now. And he was like throwing out, yeah, I've got this team of 20 people and they're putting money into NFTs for me and they're in Decentraland and different things. And when I was researching Decentraland, I wasn't that impressed and came across Upland and I thought, ah, I'll give this a try. And yeah, I was really impressed with the community. So I got involved. And when was that? That was around June the 10th. Okay. So about four months now. Yes, I'm pretty much a new god. And even though you started June the 10th, man, you jumped right in and you started to hustle. So what what did you really like about Upland? Um, I like the fact that it is a platform aspiring to be a platform, right? So Up, Upland is trying to give us a base point to put businesses and put community and build this ourselves. Um, so I like that aspect. I found that the community itself seemed to be very healthy, which is unusual in the metaverse. I mean, there's a lot of the tox- a toxic community is the norm 
not the exception. Um, I also felt that there was a good mix over here between conventional money, conventional investors, uh, like our plan was clearly appealing to um, classic investors via their ability to buy in and you didn't have to know about up um, you didn't have to know about nfts and stuff as well as you know the new crypto money and then there was just a lot of money here and when there's a lot of money uh, that usually means that there's an incentive for a company to make this work so all of those things combined and i love monopoly so yeah i thought let's give this a try and then how did you come up with the growing business that you have launched that is very successful? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how it came to be and what you're doing with it right now? Well, I'm the most successful player of Upland who doesn't play Upland. I mean, I literally came in as a financial person and said, okay, there's all these markets, like literal financial markets not being offered, not being like services not being provided. And I just started providing them. I mean, I didn't even get to mint Chicago. I've never minted a rare or an ultra rare. Uh, not because I didn't try. I've got shitty internet uh, sometimes. And uh, I always seem to glitch when things are going on and like all the properties turn blue. And But it doesn't matter because there are a lot of people who needed conventional financial services. Um, and some of my bigger clients, I mean, I offer three core services now. Um, I offer currency exchange. I think I did... 32 million Apex this month in currency exchange. Um, I do asset management, which essentially means I'm a broker for dolphins. I mean, people call them whales over here, but realistically speaking, they're dolphins. So I was able to go to a couple of big dolphins and say, you seem to have a lot of money, but no time. And I have lots of time and little money. So maybe we can swap. And uh, now we also offer auctions on collection properties um, and then we also wanted to legitimize temporary swaps because it's it's pretty cool that people can connect by doing swaps with people who have got older collections. But there is, of course, a lot of safety risk involved. So we wanted to kind of offer that to the community where we would do an audit of people and try to make it a little bit safer. And how has the uh, property or collection swaps been going? Have there been any scams or anybody try to pull a fast one on you? Oh, there was, I, I actually haven't been a victim yet, which is amazing because I'm target number one, but there was a, a rather scary heist about two weeks ago. Um, someone managed to get four people on at once and uh, picked up uh, four ultra rare collections that I would value fairly on the market about $25,000. Uh, and then basically said, right, I've got these four collections now. These are my terms. And so for 48 hours, I did my first pro bono job and operated as a hostage negotiator. Wow. Which was truly an insane experience. I mean, if that had been like, if someone had said, guess, which would be your crazy experience? I mean, I would not have guessed that one. Um, and the thief had basically got himself kind of like in a cafe with hostages and had did not have an exit strategy. So trying to kind of work that out and also not spook them was impressive. The community also was really amazing because they kept quiet. What? Uh, I call bullshit on that. No, no, they kept quiet during the process. One person brought it up on a cafe discussion with um, X1 the Gamer. But other than that, everyone kept quiet because they realized we, we really felt that this dude was would just like log out, like just 
like leave their account. Like if, yeah. we, if we went the whole try and through the book at them, because uh, they were really freaking out. They were like, oh, oh, wow. I didn't actually think I'd pull this off. Uh, are there criminal charges now? Like, and I'm like, just can't, just don't worry. Let's just, what do you need? How do we get this sorted? But the system itself didn't fail, thankfully. Um, I don't want to, you know, pull out, you know, throw punches at the people who did this, but they, they all acknowledged that they had kind of had the, the system of audits in place and didn't use it. Um, so I was pretty happy that the system didn't fail. Um, I, I, yeah, that's, that's the strange thing. I, I love that you guys have the system going on there with the validation and the different tiers to it, because I have random people always hit me up for my San Francisco rares and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's $8,000. And they're like, well, I can give you a thousand dollar collateral. I'm like, I don't know you if we've never spoke before. You just want to swap it out. I'm like, no. Yeah. And it sounds like people are still caught up in it, trying to do the right thing, trying to be friendly because Upland's got a great community of, you know, helping each other out and, and teaching everybody the roles. So, but you still got to be careful out there. Yeah, I, I would say that there's two things that people have to get. There's firstly the cultural side. In other words, you want your kind of your new new people and level one people to just understand that there's a culture over here of you've got to return things in 20 minutes. Um, these collections are actually have a monetary value. So that's the cultural learning curve. And then you want to kind of try and assess are these people here for the long term, right? Like, do they understand that their name is more valuable to them than a quick buck? And uh, the majority of people, the answer is yes. The majority of people are like so thrilled that they can kind of grind and do a bit of work and, and make some money. Uh, that, that really excites people. So how many hours a day do you think? <laughs> Rokuria is right. Exactly. Rokuria, you have to tell them. You have to say, can I? Like tonight I was in the middle of a swap. I'm like, do you mind if I go for 40 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rokuria was freaking out. This dude just. That's <laughs> bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad news. Uh, how how much time? I I swap with about three to five people a day, um, but I multitask. I mean, it's like it's it's the brainless grind, right? Like, I don't. Well, I'm saying, know, they, how much time are you hustling and grinding in Upland each and every day, wheeling and dealing? Uh, Work wise, um, yeah, I'm at I'm at about six hours a day. But that's and the during thing. during new releases can get to about ten hours. This right is now your job. It's very quiet. This is yeah. your job, right? You earn money and you make your living off of Upland. Um, Upland and a few other metaverses, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, I still make a good amount of money from Second Life. Uh, I, I hoarded a lot of original artwork of people that now work for Disney and stuff. Um, so I still make a decent amount there. Uh, but I don't have to log in over there. I log in like once a week and I sell to a whole bunch of de- celebrity designer type things who just say, you know, show me your stash. And then we make, you know, do that. Uh, and then I work, I work in vintage and antique jewelry, but as of um, one month from now, I would just be staying on as a consultant. I've sold that business over to my partner. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I, I would like to be a metaverse financier full time. I mean, not just Upland. I, I, I've been dying for this space to explode. Like this has been my dream. Uh, my twin brother works in programming. I'm much more in this side of things. I like the art side, the, the governance side, the finance side. So this is, this is like giving me all the opportunities I've been waiting for. Yeah. Are you into any other projects that you're excited about? 
Um, I'm I'm really excited that the that like advanced gaming studios have finally arrived. I think you know 2019 was about winging it. Mm. 2020 was like some of them got legitimate. Like Axie was winging it, but is now like a legitimate kind of 1.2 million active player game. Um, and now we're starting to see some serious development teams arriving. I mean, the Gala Game Studio is freaking impressive. You just have to check their track record. I mean, these guys have been like the leaders in in, in major games since the 90s. And uh, another one where there's like a um, <laughs> another one where there's a a crazy team that's been put together is Alluvium. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited about these kinds of projects. But as these projects are much bigger and more legitimate, um, the entry points higher, and so we have to rethink. Like you know, as a dolphin in Upland, you can you can be in the top ten, right? With a hundred k, you can be in the top ten. Maybe at that 150k now, but if you want to be just a big land deed holder in in something like Mirandas, which is coming out by Gala, I mean, you need somewhere between 200k to six million, and uh, that's six more million. Of a, whoa, 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 whoa! To six million. Well, if let's pull up, if you go and have a look at Gala game at Mirandas and look at the deeds that are still available, so there were five great citadels, which are essentially the kingdoms. And um, the first kingdom, all the prices stayed consistent except for the, the citadels. They said from the start that the, that the citadels would essentially double in price each sale afterwards. So the first one sold for 800000 to Polyon Games, who are going to be offering vaulting services. The next one sold for $1.5 million. The third one sold for $3.5 million. And now the last two are listed at $6 million each. When the next one sells, the following one will probably end up being ten million or something. Wow! Yeah, they're not messing around. They've done it. I think they've raised twenty-eight million dollars quietly just by selling to the public. I mean, they didn't even do a coin offering. They essentially sold the nodes, which are mining the coins. So they have, yeah, they have some big balls over there. Yeah, and what, one of the guys was from Facebook and then Zynga, and then he went to yeah, Zynga. Yeah, MySpace, exactly. Yeah, or MySpace, sorry, yeah. MySpace and then Zynga and so on and so forth. So, What wow. was the name of the project again? Uh, Mirandas. So, so basically, Gala Games is the ecosystem. Gala Games is trying to be um, the steam of the crypto the crypto and, space. And for those Americans, he's saying Gala, like yes, G-A-L-A. Gala. Gala. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Games. And yeah. then, um, but their flagship that they themselves have been developing is Mirandus, which is now in alpha testing. And uh, Mirandus is supposed to be a fully immersive RPG um, akin to World of Warcraft or the like, where there'll be a fully play to earn economy. Um, and they're now selling off the land deeds, which are essentially the towns and the cities and the villages which will be pretty much private cities, right? They, they will operate on a rental model. So the land deed holder or the collective that owns the land deed will then rent to the blacksmith, to the innkeeper, uh, to the farmers and so on. And they will then get that rental income. And these active businesses can then do their grind selling swords, selling potions and so on. So it's pretty exciting. Wow. Yeah, sure. Let's and are they selling the, the, um, the land deeds on um, OpenSea or, 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 or inside the game? 
Correct. No, no, no. It's 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 all listed. Collect both. Well, it's it's in the game, but it's it's linked to OpenSea already. So the secondary market is quite um, quite active on OpenSea. Yeah. So so when I saw this, I got together with Satoshi View, or some people may know him as Wall Street, and we said, I mean, look, um, um, Noise and um, okay, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. Mix click. Mix. Yeah, Mixplick had been had been going on about this since since I think since we got met each other in July. They're like, you have to check out Miranda's, you have to check out Miranda's. And every time I kept checking it out, it was like a Pandora's box because it's like you keep researching and it's like, wow, I can't believe how much work they've put into this, how much like development. And it's like, but I just can't focus on this right now. I'm busy being a tycoon in, in Upland and I just, I can't do everything. And finally, when like things slowed down a little bit and I was able to consolidate and I've got this amazing concierge team that really take off a lot of the work for me. Uh, I started looking to Miranda's again and I'm like, shit, they sold out 80% of the land deeds. This is insane. So I said to um, Satoshi View, um, I, ca- I can't, I can put in 50K. I can't buy a town of the Prince by myself. Let's, let's make a fund. Let's make a, a DAL, DO, DAO, um, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. And uh, let's, let's raise funds that way and get a bunch of cool shareholders together or token holders. And um own it collectively. I mean, it's a, it's a whole city. So let's own it collectively. So that's what I've been working on. Uh, we launched a group called Crown Capital. And we've decided to make, um, although I'm interested in a couple of games, I think it's really important from like a libertarian point of view that the smallest form of governance is always the best, right? Like it's much easier to run a, a small town in, in America than, than run a whole country. Because when you're dealing on a federal question, you've, you're trying to deal with millions of people trying to have their say. Whereas when you're dealing with like a co-op in a, in a neighborhood, it's much easier to decide on what the road should do, Right. And so I felt that each game should be fun specific so that it's much easier to vote on things specific to that game. Um, because even though Axie's also play to earn and Illuvium will be play to earn, they are literally completely different economies. Uh, even Upland's a different economy, right? I know someone who's got a fund in Upland. It's just a completely different economy than a medieval version of that. So, yeah. We've launched with Crown Capital with a Miranda's DAO uh, because I think it's very timely right now. I, I, I know a few of the people who have bought out the land deeds and they're not even listing them on OpenSea. They don't give a fuck. I mean, they don't care that, that oh, I dropped a Franklin bomb. Sorry. Uh, they don't even care that, <laughs> that they paid 300000 for these cities. They're not even like asking like $2 million for them. They, they're not asking anything. They're like, nah, I... I I want to stay. I'm going to make this an amazing town and stuff. So there's a lot of hodler potential over there and a lot of hodler power. And so I felt that, you know, if we're going to get in, we've got to get in now. So Octavius, can you talk about like the, the choice between um, putting together a syndicate to invest in in-game um, resources versus say putting together a syndicate to invest in Gala? Because, um, you know, frankly, I came to this from the opposite direction mm-hmm. um, and uh, investing in, um, you know, Animoca um, portfolio companies. So, like, mm-hmm. through investing in Upland and then playing and then being like, holy crap, this is so cool. 
and then just losing my mind and investing all sorts of stuff in properties. Um, so it's interesting to think about like going the opposite way. Um, but you, can you just talk about like your, did you think about that, that, that other route or is this just something that's like completely open and so much easier to do? No, 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 you can, you're correct. Look, you, you can trade Gala now. Okay, the coin is publicly traded. You can also, if you want to spend 18000 right now, you can buy and go and buy a Gala node. The Gala nodes themselves are not transferable, but they are mining. They are the, you know, the, the nodes that are uh, verifying the chain. And um, Mix has, has a bunch himself. A few others, I think, on the call have a bunch themselves. And that's, that's definitely a way to go. But I like businesses, and I think of the new economies because we've seen these economies, right? These economies are not new. World of Warcraft worked. All these games worked. The difference was that you had a central company like Blizzard earning everything. And now with the ability of the blockchain of true ownership, we can literally uh, divide the shares into actual town holders and citadel holders. So we become the shareholders represented with um, actual cities that we run. And so I'm much more interested in a putting together a team that then manages cities because then we have a lot more control over the income, right? Not all of the towns are going to be equal, right? Some are going to have much better marketing. Some of them are going to have the ability to get blacksmiths that are superior, um, et cetera, et cetera. I'm good at that. I've done that for years in Second Life. Uh, I ran a um, essentially a cosplay over there with 200 people for five years, um, you know, I charge 600% markup on our houses in that, in that island uh, because people wanted to be there. So I think that the active business side of owning private cities essentially is a bit more exciting to me. That said, yeah, when we, once we secure some of the towns, we intend to put the rest of the capital, if we can raise more, into Gala nodes because, yes, I think the Gala ecosystem as a whole is definitely posed to do really well. And the coin will reflect that. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like your um, I like your thought process. Um, you know, it, it, you you may actually be able to um, just kind of you know um, increase your 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 capital that's available in in buying the in game resources early, right, and selling them for like absurd. Uh, not absurd, but you know what I'm saying, like multiple. Yeah, yeah, sure, right? sure, yeah, yeah. The capital yeah. gains part aspect of it is huge as well. But and I then think it's back exactly to own the system. So yeah. that's actually a pretty cool strategy. I like that. Yeah, look, look. I, you know, a few of the share, a few of the people have already bought um, governance tokens. Have asked that point. Absolutely. Look, let's say you buy five tokens. Once all the the the, the de- land deeds sell out. Of course, the secondary market on OpenSea will probably push it up 300%. One could then sell half their tokens, be free to play essentially, and keep the rest in the investment. Absolutely. Um, I think the capital gains aspect is huge. But I think the I'm, I'm personally interested in finding gains that can give me a long-term income for a couple of years. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm definitely not shy of playing some of the capital gains uh, strategies, but I would really like to not sell the goose that's laying the golden eggs. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Rikuria was asking, um, what does it take to run a node? Essentially, you just have to download on your computer. There we go. 
Mix, did you want to did you want to pipe in over here? Mix has much more experience on Gala, Gala than I do. Gala Gala. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, with the nodes, uh, yeah, you don't. Uh, right now, you don't really need anything special. Uh, you can either run it in your computer. Computer doesn't have to be fast or anything. Or you can do it in a VPS, like a virtual private service. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I use for mine. Uh, in the future, uh, when, when these nodes are actually being used to uh, host, the, I think they're, they're going to, I think all the games from Gala are going to be uh, provided by these nodes, right? So th- they want these nodes to be all over the world. So they always, have, uh, they, always ha- they always have the games working. Like they don't need to rely on their own servers. And at that point, maybe we might need some uh, faster machines or something, but you can still go with a VPS and, and, and uh, let it running from there. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I think, look, it's, it's pretty damn exciting what's happening. I mean, it's almost mind-blowing. You know, Sanika said this the other day to me, and I think he's so right. It's almost too amazing to believe, right? You see some of the graphics coming out for these games opening, and you're like, yeah, well, I mean, it's going to take ages. Or, or yeah, I mean, they're being silly because I'll never be able to play it on a mobile phone. And then you see some of the stuff that's actually in alpha testing. As I say, um, Mirandus is really worthy, you know, the, the graphics. Like, you can go and see people going in for live testing. But the other one that's like the graphics are insane is Illuvium. I mean, it's like, for real, is this the real test? And, it's, yeah, it's people are in there testing these things. It's, it blows my mind. Uh, because, I mean, I hate to say it, but Upland has promised us a roadmap and we haven't got even a Block Explorer store yet. And that's worrying me. And, you know, it's, you saw this time coming. And yeah. You figured, you know, these bigger, these people that have the experience, you know, from Silicon Valley that were in all these startups from the late 90s, early 2000s. And, you know, they, they've worked in all these different industries. Once they got wind of the blockchain and really saw the mass adaption and the potential of it and what they could do from a gaming perspective. You, you knew it was coming, you know, it just wasn't a bunch of buddies sitting around drinking some beer and like, Hey, let's make a game. Yeah. Let's yeah. make a game, you know, and then you're starting to piece it together. Now upland. Yeah. They, they got the NFL PA going on, but hopefully they're out there raising some capital you know, I mean, they're, they're still relatively small compared to some of the other games, 150,000 active users, 200,000 active users a month. So uh, hopefully they're able to show, hey, we got brands. They're talking about another brand announcement coming up here sometime soon. So hopefully that spurs other people and they can raise 30, 40, 50, 60 million in, you know, Series A, Series B funding. Um, so if that happens, that's huge for Upland in itself too. And they're expanding the team, but yeah, from somebody that's been playing since January of, uh, 2020, um, no block explorer shops, no businesses, a a lot of stuff that we were expecting that hasn't been there. And we understand the diversions and the expansion in the cities, but yeah, something like what you're talking about. I sat in a phone call with a mixed click, uh, yesterday and i was just blown away by it i was like man 
some amazing stuff yeah. happening. And, it, it's, and, 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 this and, is and I just... think the approach is to diversify. I think, you know, it's like up, we, we want our plan to succeed, right? I mean, everyone here wants our plan to succeed. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's got us involved in all of this. It's, it's still an amazing idea. Uh, we just need a bit of utility given to us. But I think there's nothing, you know, we don't owe a loyalty uh, pledge to Upland, right? And so I think it's it's a good thing to diversify. I mean, you, this is the Apex podcast. And every time I've tuned in, you guys have talked about other NFT projects. So I think that we do not owe a loyalty pledge. And uh, it's good to diversify a bit. Oh, absolutely. And, and just so you know... Um... I mean, I, I put in a small piece, but the um, the Series A that I participated in for Upland, you mentioned, you know, their need to raise money. Um, they were raising $11 million at a $300 million um, valuation. So, right. you know, that's a pretty significant injection of new capital. So hopefully that will, you know, help them really. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, because their biggest problems are technical, right? I mean, even, you know, Axie basically crashed, like mm-hmm. a month ago because because they got to the bottleneck point where 1.2 million players i mean it was just there was no chain built for that yet right i mean we're just while we're doing these solving these graphical problems we're also solving these incredible technical problems um you know that people don't even realize how difficult they are to solve i mean like just just the whole concept of staking spark in upland is a remarkable achievement for the blockchain um, and so, you know, I, I'm very patient on those kinds of things. But the moment someone else does solve, solve them, uh, that puts a lot of pressure on our plan to move faster. Healthy competitions never hurt anything. Exactly. And they can be sold out. I mean, uh, hey, we, we'd love a kind of big, brust, big brother invest if they're listening, right? I mean, why wouldn't we want our plan to be bought out? I think Dan and, and Dirk would love it to be bought out. So, you know, these, mm-hmm. these, these ecosystems are going to start to come together, I hope. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that they're looking to sell out. I think they're both successful in their own rights. I view this as almost like a passion project for them on, like, something that they want to see come to life. But okay. it could be wrong. Good. Good. Labors of loves are, you know, gets, gets them to work more hours. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> You got any other questions there for Octavius there? Thank me later. No, I'm, I'm very curious how these economies will work. Uh, being a lifelong MMO RPG player, um, you know, there are benefits to centrally organized uh, places. So I'm curious yeah. how that'll actually function, how the actual economy will balance out, how they, you know, We'll, we'll balance some things depending on how much NFT, like if everything's an NFT and you have power creep and the need to constantly have new releases, how do you manage that when people are investing a lot of money in historical NFTs and then they go, wow, I re- why would I keep investing? Because you're, you're essentially the next release is going to be more powerful. Those are things that always come to mind when I think of specifically RPG uh, NFT adaptations. How do you balance yeah. those things? Yeah, and and I I think I think you know everyone wants like everything to be decentralized and true ownership, but at the same time we want governance, right? I mean, there's a reason why corporations, the corporate structures, a good structure. I mean, these businesses are in the 
are in the bigger incentives are aligned with ours, right? Like the central land, the, the, the creators disappeared. I, that didn't inspire me. Uh, whereas, you know, and it's like, if you need to get any governance done, thing passed, I mean, you're going to have to speak to millions of people. That doesn't inspire me. We want a team like Upland involved who are, you know, incentivized with, you know, transaction fees to keep the place, keep the lights on and keep it uh, developing. And so you have to find that balance where it's like, okay, cool. I've got true ownership of all these things and I'm, I'm a real kind of player investor hybrid in these economies, uh, but there is a organized team keeping, keeping things flowing. So, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I agree. I, I, I like that there's good teams involved in these projects. Yeah, no, it'll just be interesting because, like, as the game expands and there's more land sales, I mean, I think of every MMO, like, maybe your starter city has, uh, you know, some functionality, but ultimately, depending on how far in the game content or as part of relevant game content, if you're the main city, like, you're just naturally going to get people to go there. So I'm curious, like, from uh, from that perspective, how do you keep it fair and balanced for the people who are buying these new cities. Oh, well, they, they are, they are doing like the central land. They're doing a, these are the only land deeds. There's only 1167 land deeds and that's it. Ever? They are, ever. They're willing to expand the land mass. In other words, they will keep, you know, creating secret places that people can find and maybe, you know, fight a minotaur king and get rewards and stuff, but there will never be any more land deeds. Interesting. And there will never be any more exemplars. There's 25,000 kind of legendary beings that come with benefits of minor buffs. You can, you, everyone will be able to free to play and you can, you can grind yourself up to, to levels and stuff, but, but the exemplars will come with a benefit and there's only 25,000 of them. Wait, are those sold out? No, those are not sold out. You can go and get one. How much? Uh, they are yeah, there, there are a few of them that are that are getting close to sold out. They just sent a message today that two of them are about to sell out. Yeah, the elf sold out as well, right? There's, they range in price between ten thousand and three hundred dollars. Oh Jesus! You you normally start with the low number. I was like ten thousand <laughs> is a minimum. For no, no, yeah, 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 three to ten. Uh, basically, oh. basically, there's only there's only a thousand elves that will ever exist in the land of Mirandas. You're talking gala though, not dollars, right? No, no, we're talking U.S. dollars. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah, 300 U.S. dollars <laughs> to the human. So the wait, humans, can I use my credit card? Um, you cannot. So. You can use uh, BAT or Ethereum or Gala. Gala, yeah. Uh, so, oh, my so, God. Can I buy Gala with my credit card? You just Maybe. buy I can hook you up too, student. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll no, start we'll, TML. But my question was, was A, selfish, yes, but B, how, you can't get mass adoption without fiat in. Like, I, can't, you, I cannot trust that enough. If, okay, say my, my mobile game piece is fooey, but it's not. Like, I think that that's ma- mainstream. But if you want to hit hardcore gamers, like, they're not, again, the know. majority of them are not crypto people. I don't know. Axie's got 1.2 million people and they've got no fiat in. 101, no, 1 million. 1.2 million people and no fiat in. I I do think though that that his point about um, a fiat on-ramp and a really slick fiat on-ramp. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. 
yeah, yeah. it drives mass adoption you know yeah absolutely it's absolutely necessary it's just yeah. i'm saying but but to say that it can't that's all i'm commenting on i'm saying that it's like mm. i'm shocked i'm no no i'm i'm shocked too but like what was what was uh, world of warcraft's peak 100 million yeah, something around that. Uh, like you're at one percent. Okay, correct, but correct, correct. You're not getting to ten million without fiat in. I'm telling you right now. Agreed. So, agreed. Oh, okay. Well then. Yeah, but but they well, have that time. Was, that was easy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm totally, I'm totally agreeing. I'm just shocked that that that. Uh, this is why I'm saying the opposite. Oh. I'm, I'm so shocked that they even got to one point two and made the, and you needed a Roman oh. wallet and blah blah blah. But Axie is a card game, I believe. Yes. No. Yes, essentially. Yeah. Okay, so there's actually the crypto, crypto and card game people are tightly like knitted together. Um, mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering and crypto people, you're going to find a lot more people in the collectible card game that are also in crypto who yeah. are looking into that. So I can understand that Axie has their market share is crypto and card people, and there's a much bigger overlap on that versus crypto and just standard MMO RPGs or Call of Duty type games. Yeah, we should look into that. But I, th- I think I'm sure they were on rampant, rampant somewhere. I think the biggest problem to most of these companies is what we were speaking about, but before is that. Uh, most of the credit card companies and Google Play and stuff are not very fair on the game developers, right? I mean, they have to write off quite a lot of scams and and things. And I think that that worries a lot of them. Yeah. We haven't found a balance yet. Maybe that maybe they will have to require a wire transfer, right? Like the crypto exchanges do. Maybe that's the answer. Because the banks don't really care if you... Oh, that's... But see, that's not mainstream. Mainstream is we're making so much money, who gives a shit? You think Mm -hmm. Walmart cares that some drunk hillbilly goes eat three packs of Ho-Ho's on a Saturday night? No, they're making billions. They don't care about that little shit. Like, it's called, you know... The the people pulling the chargebacks are, you know... You got people spending thousands of dollars on the mobile games each month, and they're not even hitting the chargebacks. You got a handful of people. You know, it's just like the yeah. people in Upland that are multi-accounting or just yeah. doing all that, kinds of That's a cost of, of doing business. Yeah, look, in yeah. the in my jewelry business, uh, we, we had write-offs. We had an insurance in place for one one in every thousand. Uh, and we it was only I only ever had two major scams. Um, one, one of them, one of them, PayPal told me kind of just let it go. Um, but yeah, my friends on eBay said they wrote a 5% every time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Standard. Ain't nobody care about that. You know, people don't even, people say they get it and then it's damaged, right? They want to damage the scum. That's, that's the more common scam (laughs) uh, in the collection. Oh yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just to, just to go back to that point for thank me later. So basically um, to be clear, um, Miranda's learned the lesson from Axie that if you don't have free-to-play or on-ramp, you're wasting your time, right? Like that was Decentraland's problem. Decentraland has this land now that you have to buy in a dollars. And that's a disaster for people who want to come and grind or get a job or do something. And so Miranda's is like, yeah, look, it's a medieval society. The majority of people are peasants. You can come and be a peasant, be free to play. You can grind, you can go and cut wood, you can mine for gems, you can level up slowly and get advances. But if you die in Miranda's, you basically reset. 
and uh, you'll probably lose all the NFTs that are on your avatar, which is your wallet. Whereas if someone is an exemplar, then their buff, their benefit, like they can cook faster or they can fight harder or they can find, they see fairies and make maps and stuff. Those buffs will remain even if they die. So that's the benefit of coming as an exemplar. And then the second benefit of an exemplar is if you choose to be a non-human exemplar, because the cheap ones are all humans, you can be an orc, a dwarf, a halfling, or an elf. Um, and the benefit of those is cosmetics, right? There is a, going to be a collective value to them. Yes, they've got cool buffs, but their buffs aren't particularly that much cooler than the human ones. It's just it's like, can you imagine being one of a thousand elves, you're essentially a walking demigod. So from a branding point of view, I mean, when we get to a point where there's like a million players, how many people like, wow, I go to that town just to see the elf. And that's crazy because it's okay to call people peasants there, but there was a whole uproar and dysfunction when we are going to put trailers in Upland for a contest when it wasn't even permanent. Wait, uh, so can you buy multiple of these? Yes, yes. So yes, yeah, you, you can because because they're going to be people that are going to rent them out, right? Like at people rent out axes. You can totally there are I know people that have I mean actually we can we can call him out. Uh we know Das Capital, right? Das Capitalist. He's he's what? from the Upland. There's uh, a dude who's who's the capital, also been in Upland. Capitalist, your boyfriend. All right. Well, no, 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 well, no, not, not him. Put no, any no, money not, into that game. No, I'm out. No, no not, him, not him. Not him. Not him. Not him. Anyway, so so there are there are people that are buying up like like a hundred exemplars because they're going to rent them out. Yeah, but here and, here's the thing that I don't get. Okay, yeah, every yeah. MMO ever, right? Yeah. How are you going to get new people in? Once you get these exemplars, once you get all these landholders, no one's going to want to be a peasant, especially why? if there's no. What do you mean why? Why the hell would I be a peasant? Okay, so I'm going to work can, hard, make everybody yeah. else money. I'm never going to get to be an exemplar. It's not, not like if I grind hard enough, I can be an exemplar, and I can't own land. And no, no, hold on a second. You can, you, can, you can upgrade past the exemplars in terms of skill set. Okay, you can level up. So if you go around as a mercenary, you can level up to where you're far better than the exemplars. You can go to the, to the temple wait, like, stuff and learn does, skills. So hold on. Does an exemplar have, for instance, plus... 10 to mining or whatever and is it a permanent buff or is it it's a the permanent exempl- buff okay exemplar well that means i'll never buff, but that means a fully maxed out exemplar will always be better than a anybody else at that particular skill if they max out and they and correct. they do the grind they will be correct. better than i'm correct. telling the you buffs, right now but the buffs are not that um, much bigger thank me later it doesn't not- matter i'm telling okay. and and just from a like a landowning so no matter how hard you grind you're never going to get better than these people that started now. And, like, that's a massive drawback. That's why games have, like, uh, Path of Exile have seasons because you can't draw in new people if the people who are playing will always be better than you and there's nothing you can do about it, no matter how much money you spend unless you buy it off of them. You can't play the game to get to better than them. That's a massive drawback, like, and will turn a lot of people off because it's just like, well, what's the point? I'll never be the best. I can't ever become better than them. Right. So. But, 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 let's, but let's flip the mentality from a pure gamer point of view to a play to earn society, right? If you're coming in like the people in that, because we've seen this in Axie, right? There are people in Axie who own hundreds or thousands of Axies and hire scholars. And the scholars are thrilled to be able to come in and grind and earn 8 to $16 a day. 
they thrilled that they don't have to invest any capital. So why do you think there won't be people that say it's amazing? There are these established cities. I went to the blacksmith. He hired me. He needed an assistant. I'm earning $10 a week. And all I have to do is go to the mines. You're assuming that there's only, yes. All right. So we've digitized, we've digitized slave labor. I'm down for that. Cool. Okay. (laughs) But they're down for it too. And nice. if you want to be an, and if you want to be like a like a person like I mean we've got one on the on the call. Mike was a professional World of Warcraft player. If you want to be a professional World of Warcraft player in Mirandus, then yes, you're going to go and invest in your toolkit, and you're going to go and buy an exemplar, and you're going to level them up. There's a secondary market. There's twenty five thousand of them, and yes, you'll pay a premium for coming late. I, I paid a premium. I never minted anything. And I know Too Stupid is going to have it out of me on this point, but everything I own in Upland, I got on the secondary market. I paid you 25000 for your curators. I didn't bitch. You didn't pay me 25000 I'll take 25000 though. No, you. No. I came to you. You said you got nothing for sale. You told me you hardly. No, I did. I tell you, I got nothing <laughs> for sale. Nothing for sale. Yep, nothing for sale. That's right. And, and, but you also say all the time that if you're buying on the secondary market, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, who would, you know, that's your policy and I get that. But for people like me, it was either I, 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 I use my profits, right? Because I'm free to play. I use my profits to buy all these things. But I either complain, oh, well, I miss San Francisco. I miss Manhattan. I'll never own anything. Or I pay a premium. And I paid the premium. And I'm not upset about that. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. When you get to come to a game, we're taking the risk now, putting in the money. If you come two years later to an established metaverse and you now want to say, hey, I'm an amazing game player. I want to be, you know, I'm going to buy myself a, a, a orc or a goblin or a dwarf or something and level them up and go and kill the Minotaur King and be, you know, top of the leaderboards for as a player. I mean, there was a dude who just won in, in Axie the last season. He won $25,000 pot. He spent $16,000 on his three Axies. He didn't breed them. He didn't, you know, do, do a breeding farm. He literally went into the secondary market and paid 8,000, 6,000 or whatever, and just, just built, built his team and won. So, yeah. So, uh, no, I'm not going to jump on you on that, Octavius, because a- as Uplands evolved and as the cities have emerged, you know, now, now we're getting more into uh, Thank Me Later's passion and love for the Genesis City of San Francisco. Now, <laughs> now if you want to get into these things, you know, you have to pay. You know, there, there's nothing unminted in New York, San Francisco. So if you want in, you have to pay the secondary market. Now, you're... I do have to revise my statements because when the podcast first started and it was going on for a while, there was plenty of stuff that you could get and you could flip. But now you're getting into more well-established economies, well-established neighborhoods, and you're developing uh, community relations. So absolutely, it's a different environment now from the stance that I always took of you're a fool for paying these excess prices because you're increasing the floor and you know thank me later myself I've always said we're still at the beginning we're still not mainstream so right you're in a good position whatever you got 10 properties you got two properties you got 10,000 properties we're sitting pretty good once this thing really takes off yeah, yeah, and, and and but that's right, and and I think both things can be true, right? You know, it's in the early days, uh, it was good for you to be conservative, and to make those statements, 
And I'm just using that as a way to say it's the same thing. Some people may be sitting on the sidelines saying, look, you know what? I'd rather wait for Mirandas to take off. And if it does, so what? Then I'll pay 100K for an elf. In the meantime, I'm going to keep making my profits on Bitcoin and trading and everything else. And I think there's a lot of those players out there. I think there are a lot of people who don't want to be in the early investment if it tanks, but they're very happy to say, I'm a professional player. As I say, the guy who, who won the Axie League, uh, he literally just came in and bought the axes he wanted and said, I, I, I get this kind of game. I'm going to win. That's and, why I think uh, later. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think, I think all of these strategies are, are worthy. And I think people do need to go with their comfort zone. Hey, I'm not a trader. I'm always, I've been strongly in the value investor camp since I was eight. Uh, I don't, I mean, I made money trading commodities and I didn't sleep well. Um, and some some of my clients in Upland, I mean, are literally crypto whales. They made a fortune trade in crypto, and and I wish I had their balls of steel. Uh, so I think we all get uh, these advanced economies have room for all of our different levels of comfort zone and strategies. I think. Oh, absolutely. Well, we thank you so much for your time, Octavius. I know it's late for you, and we do appreciate it, and we could probably pick your brain for hours on this, but you definitely are one of the hardest-working uh, uplanders out there. And uh, thank you for taking the time of joining us on this episode. Sure. And uh, maybe we'll, we'll go into stuff like the DAO next time because that's a really interesting one. Um, if anyone wants to come and pick our brains on that, uh, we've got a – a new channel called Crown Capital Lounge. Um, but yeah, we're, it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's the dark part that people are not really discussing is that even though the assets are decentralized, um, governance still is somewhat centralized, right? How do you, you know, stuff with like wallets uh, or trustees, how do you make sure that the actors who are in charge of the stuff don't die? Never mind steal it, just don't die and leave the wallets, you know, unattended and stuff. So these are the complicated things. And Hey, it's still the wild West in the crypto space. It's still very much the wild West. We're all kind of fumbling around trying to work out best practices and some are doing a good job and some are not doing such a good job. I mean, you spoke about a few of them a few weeks ago and uh, (laughs) yes, we're we're all trying our best over here and um, absolutely. Um, yeah, and if you can't, I want that. all of these characters. Holy crap! <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone, give me some gala. I need, I need like two yeah, million really. gala. So, so Octavius, like, like beyond the elf that costs like eight thousand um, dollars, what would you recommend for uh, for a like reasonable investment to start, not knowing the game? So, if you if you are not if you are interested in being an active player, is that what you're saying to me? You want to be an active yeah, player? Like, yeah, just to yeah to get engaged and check it out. You know, well the game the game's not open yet. The game is an alpha testing, so you're going to need to wait until. But but hold on a second. There is a perk. If you own an exemplar, you get invited to all of the the, the new testing. So there okay. is that perk. Jeez. So so for example, Noise has been in. You've also been in MX. Yes. You've been inside? Yeah. Okay. So have cool. you played it, Mix? Uh, I have never logged in, but Noise has. Yeah. 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 I've okay, been invited, wait, so, but I didn't so have time. So if I buy if I buy one of these things right now, can I play? 
Oh, no, uh, not you, right now, but next time they open it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they open do, it every now and then for tests. Yeah, they do stress yeah, tests, and they're, like, really cool about this. But they want you to break stuff. So you can – let me – No, no, I've been, a, I've been a true – I was a beta tester for most of the WoW expansions. Yeah, so, so check this out. This is Unchained yeah. Gaming. He's got a fantastic podcast, and he – Oh, yeah, we know Unchained. Yeah, so he goes in there and, 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 and breaks stuff. Yeah, and I can talk about the exemplars later if you guys want as well. There, There's like some pricing structure to them. Like every, every depending on which character, like the elves have a uh, limited, uh, a much smaller quantity. So they will, I think every five that they sell, they raise the prices. Uh, gotcha. And for the, uh, there are orcs and... Uh, I can't remember, but I think I need uh, both yeah. halflings and humans yeah. and dwarves. Do, yeah. yeah, so yeah. those are those. They all have a tier, like a, maybe like fifty or a hundred. That every fifty or every hundred, they raise the price. So that's that's good to have in mind as well. Well, I need have, two two humans, a halfling, and an orc. That's yeah, I, I bought a, I bought a bunch of them just to to resell later, like when they were like a, in the in the original mint price. They're still mint price, but they just keep increasing every sure. every so often. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah, I don't remember what it. It's Do you have a chart on that mix? Do you have a chart on that? How how they a chart on 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 how how the price has increased. Yeah, or how I ha- how they said it would increase. I I do not, but I'm I'm looking to get that. I'm I'm gonna try to find it and then I'll I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Well, I'm in. This sounds like, and as I hate bringing it up, but chibis. Like that's <laughs> why I, I was really big into chibis because of the crafting advantage. Like I want to be like I I started a bunch of crafting guilds and stuff like that. Like. I've run a lot of those kind of markets in yeah. other MMOs very successfully. So I'm, I'm definitely looking at picking up a couple active players. Yeah, so, um, so anyone who wants to be active, get yourself at least a human, um, a human exemplar. Um, because as I say, the price increase to the next kind of non-humans is a lot to do with the collectible and the cosmetics. Unless there's a specific skill you want, right? Like if you really want to go and uh, be a blacksmith, then you want to look into the dwarves because they have that buff. Or if you really want to run an inn, uh, then you probably want a halfling because one of them has a cooking buff. But if you Ooh, yeah. if you generally are into like seafarer and, and fighting and all of that, check out the humans. Most of them have pretty cool buffs. No, I want the alchemist. Ranges. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this the seafarer is the one that's about to sell out. Like everybody yeah. was uh, interested on that, so like grabbing one of the last ones is probably guaranteed that uh, you're going to be able to sell for more. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you can go and buy the things in OpenSea already. So you know, there's 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 going to be a market for it. Uh, you can do what you need to do. I'm I like being a business holder. I like running real estate. So I've always done well in real estate in the real world and you know, in second life and so on. So to me, my priority is get, get a town packed for my peeps. And then I'll start worrying about which, you know, which example I want to walk around with. Cause I do want to play, but I probably want to play in, in an administrative role. Um, you know, I'm, I'm cool. So how much do you reckon ballpark? Yeah. So, you know, if I wanted to invest in your, in the, the kind of the bigger buy, I think it's, was it a thousand dollars a chip essentially? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Essentially, the buying is $1,100, and then it scales up, you know. So yeah. is there a concept that chip holders would get priority on having business stalls or yes. some sort of inherent yes. discount slash favorability? 
Yes, the favorability is is because you're going to be voters and we're going to put together a board and then run actual businesses and stuff. If any of you feel that you're competent, you put your name forward. I mean, if we can if we can literally hire our own people, absolutely, because every shareholder is a brand ambassador, right? Like if you've got a stake in a town, I mean, would you not be talking about it all the time? Right. So it's, 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 this is why I love the concept of a pooled company, essentially a stock company, because we're all brand ambassadors. We're going to make this town lit. <laughs> I don't think people use that word anymore, but I'll give it to you. I do. I can. <laughs> I can use that term. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I, I, maybe the trend hasn't ended on your side of the world yet. Yeah, fam. I can do what I want, fam. Yeah, fam. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> well i'm in i'm in hard somebody get with me after the show i need to buy some gala or something because yeah i'll I sort need- you out i'll sort you out i'll sort you out right. I, I, I'll, I'll do an apex exchange or something for you we'll sort you out oh yeah yeah well cool because then I, I also need to buy some chips okay awesome there, there you go all right octavius thank you so much uh get some good rest really yeah i'm gonna mute myself on. i want to hear the rest of the show i'm already in my second win thanks <laughs> for having me dudes Thank you so okay. much. All right. That was, uh, I-, I promised everybody we'd go about an hour, so we got to speed up. I mean, you could just cut this off and just be like Octavius Marla interview. Yeah, I can do that. But All right. So first off, uh, <laughs> last week. But that's more work, so we're going to keep going. We're just going to, absolutely. <laughs> last week, the correct answer was Ocean 13 of what, thank you later, myself acted out. And for the winner of 100,000 up X from myself, we'll be clicking the wheel and spinning. Wolf O Upland is the winner. So uh, send me the property you want me to buy, and I will get that from you for 100,000 upbacks. So for this week, uh, Griffin and Company is the sponsor, and thank me later, myself went back and forth about a couple of different uh, movies we wanted to read from. So if you want to participate in a future reading, please let me know, because we found some great scenes that we would love to do, but it takes four or five people to do it. So definitely let us know if you want to join us so we can uh, expand on some of these scripts. And uh, I did pick this one just because there's a bunch of Franklin bombs in it. And I know thank me later loves those. So let's see here. I'll share the screen. Dizzy will draw boobs on it and we will be good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Whenever you're ready. Oh, man, we're, we're going to start off strong. Man, <laughs> there's a lot of F-bombs. Absolutely. All right. What the fuck were you thinking? I was trying to give us an edge. I had him. Hey, I'm sorry we got banged up, all right? I took a shot and I missed. It happens. Fucking happens all the time around you. What? It doesn't happen to you? You're the guy who flushed his whole fucking upex on one property to thank me later <laughs> oh yeah fuck you man that was different why explain that to me why different huh what makes you so fucking special how come all your moves are so smart and noble and i'm always the idiot piece of shit you act like you're the only one with fucking ambition what's your ambition man tell me i don't know what is it 
I don't even know. I don't think like that. No, you don't think. No, I don't think like you. You always think you can beat the game straight up. That's not me. I told you, I'm always going to look for that edge. Always. All right, what's the edge now? You owe me 15 million upex in a day, and we are broke. What the Franklin bomb do we do? It's easy. We get the Franklin bomb out of Dodge, all right? So, Dude, I don't even know what movie that's from. <laughs> it's a great movie from the late 90s. And it's I feel a, I felt bad dropping that many f bombs, man. <laughs> I thought you I felt would uncomfortable. Be, I thought you would be happy with this many f bombs. No, it's like you know, every once in a while, if it's your choice, you know, a little stinky pinky's okay, but you can't just like force that shit. Well, it's not forced. It's a script from a movie. Yeah, I felt it was like. Yeah, casting couch style. So I felt bad. <laughs> well, at least this casting couch, we make you keep your clothes on. So, <laughs> oh boy, you are right over there. Yeah, just <laughs> swallow that drink, bro. <laughs> All right, we'll hit it up really quick. Also, on the fantasy football update, we did miss last week, so we'll jump into this week and provide an overall update currently China cats is ruling the league right now four and oh undefeated and he did not auto draft like thank me later uh t davis and franklin bombers are tied at three and one for second place pain hurts too stupid to win nisharin max lifer 69 or sparkles and thank me later are all two and two battling it out mars utah and Dirty Turtles are one and three. And Dizzy is one of those players that just runs into the high score each and every week. And he's sitting at 0 and 4. He is. Oh my God, but he's got 482 points. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That feels bad. Yeah, he's sensitive about it. Um, yeah, you should get better at this game, Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say well stop. played <laughs> <laughs> last week T Davis whooped my ass 147 to 128 the sad sad part of China going 4 and 0 was he beat Sparkle 68.32 to 63.60 that oh is my pathetic. gosh <laughs> and, that's and no. Dizzy loses to Payne Hurts 156 to 110. So once again, Dizzy played the highest scoring <laughs> team in the league. Oh my God. Thank me later. Whooped up on the Dirty Turtles. So TM is, that's why he's not here is because you beat his ass last week and he didn't want to show oh, face. Oh, is he Dirty Turtles? Yeah, he changes but his name every week. Bad tracks. Uh, Max Life 69ers beat Mars Utah and Nisha and beat Franklin Bombers. So. This week will be fun. Myself and thank me later face off. And uh, right now he's projected to beat me. Chona Cats and T Davis are headed. Dizzy is facing Sparkles. Max Life against Dirty Turtles. Nishirin and Mars and Franklin Bombers and Payne Hurt. So it'll be another exciting week. Still plenty of weeks before the playoffs. But your auto draft is not doing as well as it did for you last year. Well, no, it's because, remember, I, I didn't fully auto-draft this year. I came in about uh, half, maybe a little bit more than halfway through, and 
like was drafting based on funny names. Hey, everybody has their process, so. Then uh, I guess we should probably talk about Upland on the Upex podcast. We we did for a second there. Upland, what's that? <laughs> uh, they do have the Grand Army Plaza auction going on. That's in Brooklyn, uh, Friday, October 8th at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. So that will be up for grabs in Brooklyn. And it is in 413 Flatbush Avenue. And they're going to start the price for the landmark at 15 million UPEX, and they'll work their way down. Um, also, they did launch uh, treasure hunts with Spark Rewards. Uh, June June Punoy is going to be a Spark Millionaire because he is the king of treasure hunts. And they do have the uh, Dress Up Your Block Explorer again this year for Halloween. Yeah, you think they would uh, get offended if I did, like, uh, a head strap-on as a, my add-on? Would they let me do that to my turtle? You just ruined it. You were going to say you were a unicorn turtle. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a, bad graphics. The unicorn horn. The unicorn the, horn with bad graphics. Yeah, it's a big black unicorn horn. <laughs> I, if that's what you're choosing, Okay. So you can submit your designs for Block Explorer starting Wednesday, October 6th, and they will carefully review each submission to ensure that they meet community guidelines. So that's why you got to call mm. it a unicorn horn. But unfortunately, Dirk and D. Don listen to this podcast, so damn it, that's out the, that's out the window. Damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> you needed to do that on the post show. Ah, oh, man. All right. Well, we just won't tell them about the ball gag idea. <laughs> <laughs> So it does close on Wednesday, October 20th, and it has to be a size of 168 by 168 in a file format of SVG. And if you don't know how to do it, there's plenty of artists out there or people that are competent enough that can hook you up. Um, New Orleans release. I like it. It was vanilla mode, and they're releasing all the collections one week after the launch of the city so it's not a long time you're not speculating for too long you get in you get out and you do the deed and there's so many groups out there right now providing ahead of launch research and places to go it's just insane trying to get the high value uh targets and speculation nowadays on launches yeah i mean i i think i mean there's a couple obvious ones bourbon street and uh French Quarter. Uh, but then after that, I mean, those are the only ones that I would consider quote unquote really safe bets. Um, but beyond that, it gets kind of sketchy. It was interesting. I jumped into the cafe a couple of times this week talking about it. Like people are like, oh, should I sell it 10X? Yes, motherfucker, sell it 10X. Like <clears throat> that is better than you're going to probably do on anything. Like unless you're like positive it's going to be a yellow. And even then, depending on its base value, like, I don't know. I find it hard to not be like, yep, sell, done, thanks, thanks for the money. Yeah, and I love the yin and yang that we have. You're you're pretty quick of, I'm going to take my profit and roll on, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hang on to it a little bit longer and see what more I can squeak out of it. Uh-huh, and then top shot drops 60%, uh-huh. Tell me how that works. Um. 
my account's still valued at four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> and I put three thousand dollars in. So I'm, I'm not okay. saying that you ain't. <clears throat> but it was like 700 when I was like, sell, 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 oh, get out. And I had everything up for sale, but I was greedy and I put it at fair market value. Ah, see, I, what's I the key word cut. there? Greedy, greedy. I, I know I'm greedy. I, I go back and look and my sales are still some of the highest of the, the ever sold <laughs> of any of the things. Like it's awesome. It makes, it makes you feel good. Look, I got four now, kids. So, you know, I put three grand. Well, in. that's what I was saying. Well, again, to me, that's even more reason to be like, yep, cool. Boop, 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 boop. Dump, dump, dump. Money in the bank. Shorty, what you drank. Look, I said I was going to be a top shot millionaire from day one, and I'm going for it. You're going the wrong direction, though. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Markets fluctuate. Yeah, uh-huh. So does my weight, but I ain't fucking counting on getting to 240 anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at Spider-Man had an Anthony Edwards sell for 450. He totally forgot about it. So my Luca will sell for 300,000. My job ja Morant will sell for 300,000. And all of a sudden I'm like a multimillionaire, top shot millionaire, and it will be great. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Assuming the marketplace doesn't go down, you can take out more than a thousand fucking dollars at a time. Sure. Well, I will drive my ass to Vancouver, Canada and show up and say, cut me a check. <laughs> well, I'll probably fly and then first class at that point, I reckon. Absolutely. Hey, look, you know what? And Aikidos already had it in like seconds after we finished. He knew what was up. He knew what oh, movie that was. About your stupid movie? Yeah, about my stupid movie. Mm-hmm. Good for you. But now, now think about this, though, back to the Top Shot thing. I still have hmm. a couple of Cosmics, and out of the Cosmics, there was only 30 players that had Cosmic moments minted, and there were 49 mints for each player. So there's only 1,470 Cosmic moments, and this was in the Series 1, and this was the first Legendary <laughs> Series. So if you look two, three years down the line, they should be worth a couple hundred thousand dollars. If you're crypto punks that are 10,000 of the digitally animated, I'm going to brag crypto nerd money type shit. And their floor there is 300,000. I'm golden. Hmm. I mean, Hey, I, I appreciate your optimism and I sincerely hope it hits that because you know, you're a cool dude. And I, and I would love for you to be able to actually support the family that you continue to grow for some damn reason. But, uh, I just go, yeah, okay. Uh, crypto punks aside, like games have a shelf life. Like digital assets haven't been tested enough for me to keep all my eggs. Like, but again, you you're already playing a thousand times over with house money as it is. Like, so it's not like well, at least I hope so because I know you reinvested some. But anyway, I did. I like, pulled some out. I reinvested some. I got my initial investment back, and I tripled that, pulled that out, and then I played with house money. Yeah. So I mean, again, I don't think it. To me, at that point, there's no wrong answer. Nope. And either it will crash and burn, or I'll be rich, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. All right. You got anything else before we get out of here for the evening? Mm. Oh, uh, yeah, I do, actually. 
So UpX World 2.0 is coming. We got a great team uh, we're working on assembling. We are still looking for a front-end developer. So if you uh, are uh, know somebody or yourself is a, is a good front-end developer, we really need one that's currently missing in our toolkit. Uh, we have a lot of other smart people signed up, uh, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and we're looking to, you know, get that all put together, roll out. And I know it's a big vacuum and a big void in the community, but we're doing it right, and uh, we're taking our time through it. So please have a little patience with us, and you will be, you know, as everything rolls on, it will start out with basics, and more and more stuff will roll out. But, yes, um, we're working and screening applicants and putting together a pretty solid team and it will be better than any product that's been out there so far. Well, it's going to be sustainable. Like that's the biggest thing is um, this isn't going to be just a flash in the pan, you know, until somebody comes and pulls the rug out kind of thing. Um, It'll be, it'll be here to stay. So absolutely. We've got the right people in place. So now thank me later has always owned I, he world. was. He did it in the SpongeBob voice. Don't encourage him. Jeez, you no, guys. That wasn't. You guys, are amateur no, hour. No, Spider Man. Spider Man is usually not a dizzy, so I had to address it. He did it. He did it in the right font. He even did it specific. Anyway, got it. Yeah. So because a lot of people go, oh, you bought Up X World. I've always owned Up X World. If you want to know that story, I don't know. Find me on the cafe one day, or I, I don't know if we've ever gone over it in one of the podcasts. Uh, last week. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Some degree there. And after show and pre-show and in between show. All right, that was awkward dead silence. So, anyway. Everybody, yes. thanks for tuning Sorry. in. Octav- I'm looking at characters. I got to buy some characters. <laughs> Octavius, thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, and all the discussions we had. And Griffin and Company is sponsoring this week's 100,000 UpX giveaway. We already have correct answers in from people listening live. Thank you so much. And send me the DMs with the name of the movie and I'll let Octavius know who to pay out at the end next week when we select the winner. And until then, follow us on Twitter at Upix Podcast. Everybody be safe. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. It's the Upix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Upland. Grab your Upix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuck.